Hello, beauty hunters. We're back in Florida at the Images Fine Art Festival in New Smyrna Beach. Boy, are we so glad to be back in these warmer temperatures and feeling better. So, right now, our camper is parked right outside the water. And so at nighttime, when we're done with the show, we get to face the water. It is so exciting. So last week, we talked about biohacking your sleep and getting optimized rest. And so this week, we promised that we would talk to you about the game changer for your daily routine called the Miracle Morning. Imagine waking up each day with this powerful mindset, ready to conquer your day, full of creative ideas and goals, and it only is six steps. So we're going to cover that in this episode so that you can be have a day filled with inspiration, productivity, and creativity. Get ready to discover the magic that lies in the first moments of each day. Hello, creative soul. Welcome to the Beauty Hunters podcast. Are you feeling stuck? Not having enough time, money, or energy to create? Do you want to make a difference in this world with your creativity, but you feel exhausted by life's responsibilities and void of inspiration? You are not alone. We are your hosts, Jonathan and Michelle Rose, fellow creative souls who understand the struggle. We once lived a life consumed by the daily grind, leaving us feeling empty and dead inside. And that all changed when we discovered the mindsets and skills that allowed us to stay in creative flow and infuse everyday life with creative passion. We are here with strategies and inspiration to help you fill your daily life with vibrant creativity. If you are ready to thrive and take your creativity to the next level, then grab your coffee, tune in, and let's create a more beautiful world together. We are so glad you guys have decided to join us for another episode of The Beauty Hunters. We are super thrilled to be sitting in Florida. As Michelle mentioned earlier, we are on day two of the Images Festival of the Fine Arts in New Smyrna Beach, Florida. I've got to say, this is one of my favorite festivals in Florida that we do because New Smyrna Beach really supports the arts. Um, The show is sponsored by the Atlantic Center for the Arts. And we just got done with the artist dinner. And this show is very generous towards their artists. And the town does a really good job of showing up and supporting the arts. So if you're a creative and looking for somewhere to visit in Florida that is a creative town and supports the arts, I can highly recommend New Smyrna Beach in Florida. We're having a great time here. As we dive into today's episode, we want to thank everyone who has taken the time to give us a review. That goes so far into helping spread the word about beauty hunting and help introduce this podcast to more people and getting the algorithms working in our favor. I want to give a special shout out to AJ Merritt, who left this fantastic review. Great podcast for those looking to tap into their creativity. I love it. I grew up taking dance classes my entire childhood until the age of 18. After going to college, I noticed that I no longer identified identified myself as a creative. This podcast is great to learn from and I'm working on tapping back into my creative side in adulthood. I love that the play on words of tapping back into creative side of adulthood because I took tap dance lessons as a kid. I don't think they actually say if they were a tap dancer. But still, it was a but good play on words. It was a good play on words. If they were a tap dancer, good on you, AJ Merritt, for <laughs> <laughs> being so punny in your review. But we just love hearing that the, what we're doing here is helping inspire 
creatives, helping people tap into their creative side. It's what it's all about is finding that space to go do your own beauty hunting and tap into that creative side. So speaking of tapping into your creative side, how would you like to get a morning routine that supercharges your creativity? Yeah, you know, it's funny because last week we talked about biohacking and how at the same time as we did the biohacking with our sleep, we also learned about Miracle Morning. And I would say, and maybe you would have something different to say, but I would say up until the point of when we did that, we kind of just hustled and lived daily grind life. You know, we were reading a lot of really great books, following a lot of really great millionaire mentors, but it just felt like hustle and grind all day long. Yeah, I think up to that point of taking my sleep more seriously, which if you haven't listened to last week's episode, it's a great precursor to what we're talking about this week, because after you've gotten that good night's sleep, this is the next step. What do you do with all that great sleep is a great morning routine. But prior to taking my sleep more seriously and taking my morning routine more seriously, I think I was just muscling through with caffeine just muscle through and try to find my muse in the bottom of a coffee cup. And I think you, if if I were to be honest, you kind of were opposing to any idea that you could do a lot of really amazing things early in the morning. Well, I would have, I would have at that time been in the camp that says, I don't need routines. Those are going to cramp my creativity. Or right? anything early in the morning because you just really love your late nights. As a creative, my mindset was, I'm just going to caffeinate and ad-lib this thing. The creativity will come. (laughs) Right. But, you know, it's interesting because something you and I both have noticed through all of the books that we've read, because we've read a lot of really great books, every millionaire that we read about always seem to have a morning routine. Not just millionaires per se, but most people that are at the top of their game, and this certainly falls in the category of creatively, because you look at at notable actors, notable entrepreneurs, just people that are doing great work in their respective fields. And making an impact. And making an impact. That most of the time leads to financial reward. Um, However, that's not their reason behind it or reason why they did it. But a common denominator that you see across those top performers is a solid morning routine. You know, and it's interesting because if I were to look at my life and correlate the happiest of times and the times that I felt the most fulfilled, that I was being truest to myself, it was when I dialed in and did the miracle morning. Yeah, which is, which there are plenty of morning routines out there. The one we're going to highlight today is a routine called the miracle morning. And that was a book that we read in what 2018 somewhere around there. I think it was 2017. Anyways, that's not as important as the title of the book, which is The Miracle Morning, written by Hal Elrod. And we're just going to highlight his six steps. He has six steps for his his morning routine. We're just going to unpack those a little bit, talk about it, just talk about how that really helped transform our morning routines and how that led to a lot of creative breakthrough and a lot of really good creative energy in our lives. Yeah. And so one thing before we get started that I want to point out, because Jonathan and I are big time proponents of um, just customizing everything to what fits for you. So when we talk about this miracle morning, it is important that these are things you do in the morning. 
However, each step doesn't have to be a set number of minutes. You can kind of cater each one to your style of how you operate and what is something that inspires you the most, right? And so some people will take these six steps, do one minute of each, totaling six minutes each morning. And then some people take 10 minutes of each, totaling an hour each morning. So what we want to make very clear here, it's not so much about how much you invest in each step, but that you cover these steps. Yeah. The non-negotiable here is that you have a morning routine. That's right. Be intentional about capitalizing on the primacy of each day. Get up and get yourself in the right mindset to make the most of your day. Yeah. So Hal has a um, acronym that he uses for this morning routine. It, he uses the word savers and we'll break down each letter of that acronym. However, I actually don't do it in the same order as savers spells it out. And so Jonathan and I will share with you kind of how, how it fits better for each of us. Um, but we'll break it down so that you can understand at least the value and the importance of each letter and what it stands for. So starting with that, we've got S for silence. He encourages you to quiet yourself down. Find some time just to sit and savor the morning, savor the space, savor some silence. And the key here is that silence doesn't include picking up your phone and yep. seeing what social media has to say about things. Well, it that, literally is just silence. Actually participating in the silence before you check your email, before you look at the weather report, before you look at the news for the day, before you check your stock report or whatever else it is that involves checking into mainstream society or checking into a device or being on a screen, he recommends just having a moment of silence first. And you know, what was really interesting was even when we did the Miracle Morning program, I think I didn't actually understand the true value of this um, component of the program until much, much later when I had experienced a traumatic experience in my life and I was seeing counseling and my counselor actually gave me homework for 12 minutes of silence each day. And I wasn't allowed to really um, think or do anything. So the silence actually even had to happen in my brain. And that was really uncomfortable. Well, one of the most common threads of experience when people first start practicing silence who are not used to being quiet is how difficult it is to be quiet even for one minute. When, you, when you're not used to participating in silence, even 30 seconds of silence feels like 10 minutes right. in your so mind. What do you think? I mean, it's like you're lonely or you're not lonely. Or are you having to think about your schedule? Are you thinking about emotions? Are you, you know what I mean? Like there's so well, many options, but yet to be told well, it's it has important, to be silent. It's important to pay attention to the unrest that you experience when you try to be quiet, because that is pointing to an unrest in your own self. And what it, your experience of silence says a lot about your mental state. And if it's really hard for you, you should pay attention to that. Because when you can't be silent, then you also will have a hard time tapping into your creative side, tapping into... It's a connection to anything. Well, a key to, your, a key to being creative is to be able to give voice to things. 
our society is so loud. We're so used to being distracted. We're so easily just thrust into whatever dialogue is going on of the day that it's so easy to ignore what's going on inside of us. Bearing witness to our internal dialogues is a key to creativity. And silence is a key to having access to that. That's really good. All right. So the next letter in the acronym is A for savers, and that's affirmations, which is really cool because we've already covered a really great episode a little while back about affirmations and the value of speaking positively towards your life and seeing the results of how you even your cellular structure takes on those affirmations. However, the key thing here is to look at what you want for the day and what do you want to speak into that to prepare the day for that particular outcome that you're looking for. So like if you're if you're facing a really hard challenge for the day, to speak an affirmation towards that challenge that gives you hope, encouragement, life, um, courage, whatever it is that you need, all of a sudden you've set up that whole entire day to be able to do that very thing that you're working towards. Yeah, yeah. T- taking that time to speak life over yourself in the morning is a is a key to setting the mental pace for your day. And, and we don't have to reinvent that whole episode. If you want to know more about affirmations, go back and listen to episode 11. That was our New Year's episode where we said, ditch the resolutions and just start speaking life over yourself. Yeah, and come join our Facebook page and you can have 31 days of affirmations yep, that we've already, created for you. already there for you. Yeah. Yep. So moving on, V in savers is visual, visualization, which is very similar to affirmation, but kind of different because a, a very big key to creativity is your imagination, you know, and our imagination leads us to the belief system that we operate from. Every activity and everything you do and decide in life is based on the belief system that you have developed on experiences that you've had. In a podcast for creatives, I don't think we really need to convince our audience of the power of visualization so much as just remind you guys of the power. Just realizing that everything that exists in this world, every invention, every piece of art, every song, everything that exists, and particularly in the realm of the arts and the creative it all existed in a mind before it existed in the real world. And that's the power of visualization. If you want to create a better reality in your life, you have to see it in your mind's eye before you can see it in the real world, before it can actually happen. And that's visualization. And, and I, want to, I want to remind you, and I've, I've said things like this before in this podcast, pay attention to resistance. Pay attention to the negative things that pop up in your mind. You may be like, yeah, I want to do the Miracle Morning. And every time you try to visualize, just negative stuff comes up or you're visualizing bad outcomes or you're visualizing things or you're just maybe replaying things from the past or whatever it might be. Well, it's your body's ability to protect itself when it does those things. So it's not a shame that you do those things. I want to incur, if that's you, resist shame, okay? And just realize that's actually an opportunity to show some kindness to yourself. It's an opportunity to just pay attention to those things, not as, oh, I'm just no good at this. I suck at visualization. I can't do this. 
right? No, that's not the story for you right now. Pick a better story and visualize a story maybe where you've overcome that thing that keeps coming up. Right. So what does that look use like, it as an Use it as an opportunity rather than an obstacle. Yeah. So, so what would it look like if you were facing resistance, say, for writing a poem or making a drum or something? What, what would you do in that particular instance? Really just depends on what keeps coming up. Maybe if it's just maybe I'm having a hard time seeing a better future because of a, maybe, I'm, maybe I'm just working, spinning my wheels and I'm in debt. Well, maybe rather than just using that as an opportunity to beat myself up, maybe it just is myself saying, hey, maybe maybe when I'm done with this, I should go work on my budget, right? Rather than keep my head in the sand and just saying I suck at visualization. Right. You know? And so visualization or, wouldn't look it, like pipe dreams where you're going, I'm going to be a millionaire yeah, when you're maybe, in debt. Maybe it's just practical in the moment, right? Maybe what keeps coming up is some way somebody hurt you in the past. Well, use your creativity to visualize a beautiful outcome to that relationship. What might it look if the two of you were reconciled? What might it look like if you could find it in your heart to forgive somebody for something, right? As a beauty hunter, I think the most important thing is if you're, if you're facing obstacles in visualization, is, is this question right here. What would a beautiful outcome look like? Because if you can find some shred of creative spirit that can that can visualize in an outcome that you could call beautiful then you get everything else with it right if you can visualize beauty then you get the reconciliation or you get the breakthrough in that other area if you if you aim for the beauty you get everything else with it so i would say as a beauty hunter is this question what would a beautiful outcome look like to this situation? Okay, so now we're moving on to the E in savers, which is one of my favorites, um, is exercise. Exercise. You know, and so... And probably um, one of the most challenging for me, I think, because <laughs> it's hard to just get myself moving sometimes. Well, and this is something that we took out of order. If we were going in the savers um, order, we took exercise at this particular um, time in our life to the, be the very first thing we did in our routine yeah, because we, we wanted to be spending the first 15 minutes of our day outside in sunlight. So we used this opportunity to get out and walk. And so, um, yeah, it was you know, good. It was good just to get the blood pumping, get yourself moving. I found myself a lot more present and engaged in the rest of the process. Right. So it was, it was a good beneficial thing to do it out of order. It didn't have to be in the savers order. Think how hard it is to visualize or to be silent when you're so sleepy and you want to just go back to bed, right? Sleepy, really, when you're in silence, is so conducive oh, to go yeah, back to yeah, sleep. Yeah, let's just let's just get out of bed and just be silent for a few minutes, man. I'm going right back to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we we did take this one out of order, and it really did tee us up. I think for the perfect environment for all the other ones to fall into place. Yep. All right, so we're not going to spend a lot of time there because we did cover it in the last episode. Good grief, exercise could be a whole series of episodes. Gosh, I could talk forever about exercise. So we'll move on. (laughs) All right, and so the last one, I'm sorry, not the last one, R. Okay, so R for reading, which is one of my favorite pastimes in the entire world to do. Yeah, that was another one that wasn't difficult for me to incorporate because that was already part of my routine because I would get up and uh, for me, I would read the Bible and just read a proverb every day and just read a passage of scripture. Um, 
So the reading part of this doesn't have to necessarily mean you're committing yourself to like a whole chapter every day or the same book every time, right? Really, truly think about what it is that you're experiencing in life or that you want to accomplish for the day and go and read something unto that. So it might look like, like Jonathan was saying, a proverb of the day or a psalm of the day. It really can be something super simple or something as complicated as reading an entire chapter of something you're trying to build towards. Yeah, I mean, it, it doesn't have to be anything in particular, just that you read something that fuels you, something that gets you going. Uh, I, I think the main point is that most top performers are readers. People that get stuff done, people that make an impact, make a difference, they usually have an ethos of just being lifelong learners. And you're not going to have that ethos if you just don't read anything. All right, so the last letter of the SAVERS acronym is scribing, which seems kind of an odd way to say journaling, but that's what that stands for. And the key thing here with journaling is because there's different journalers out there. There's people like Jonathan who literally could put pen to paper and write everything that flows out of their minds. And that was intimidating for me. So when I did the Miracle Morning, I used it as a time to do a gratitude journal. Yeah, which is great. And there's like there's tons of modalities of journaling that you can engage in. For me, it's what's called stream of consciousness journaling, and it's literally putting your pen down and not stopping until you've filled an entire page. Which we might talk about that next week. Um, I think that'd be a good thing. Which is a powerful process because it forces you to not self-edit and to just keep in the flow. And you'd be amazed what comes out on that page when you turn off the self-editor right? It's a powerful process. And sometimes that just literally means, and I can show you page after page where this has been like, I don't know what to say right now. So I'm saying that I don't know what to say right now. And I'm literally writing that on the page until something else springs into the mind, but it's forcing your mind to get out of the self editor and get into the, just the free, to get into the flow to get into flow state. That's the main thing is get into flow state. Yeah. And you know, it's funny because I've never read Jonathan's journals, but um, I think the thing that was intimidating for me about journaling was the flow state. I had never experienced that before. Sometimes it's just a brain dump. It's just a chance to just vomit your brain onto the page. And some some days for me, it's literally just talking about my schedule for the day to myself. And then some days it's what things sparked my interest from a podcast I listened to the other day or this conversation that I had, or I'm looking forward to this event and here's how I feel about it. It's a chance to to catalog feelings. It's a chance to name things. It's a chance to brain dump. And so it's just a free for all space. And I think something you just said that's really important to point out is it's a place to name things. Yeah. I mean, how it, it kind of fits in the silence part of this that we talked about as well. But 
Sometimes we never slow down enough to pay attention to the thoughts that are actually running yeah. through our head. So to be able to put it onto paper and then go back, and it's, it gives yourself an opportunity to go back and hear yourself. Yeah. And then you can go, wow, I didn't even know that I thought that. That's a thought I might want to work on. Yes, there's been mornings when I've sat down and I was feeling great. And by the time I was done journaling, I was like, yeah, I really am angry about so-and-so thing in my life. It's like... Well, that's great. That's a great pace for the day. But it was good because those things don't just go away because you don't express them. They just go underground and misbehave until you finally do name it and can deal with it. Right. And honestly, a lot of creativity comes out of our emotions. Well, a lot of our creative energy is wasted on... Ignoring. Avoiding things that just need to be named. That's right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Once you name them, you can do something with you that. You can go, you can write a poem about it. You can paint a pic, you can paint something about it. You can draw something about it. I can you have can, a conversation about you it. You can take that anger. You can take that sadness. You can take that fear and you can pour it into a creative project. And that's where some of the best creativity comes from. But when we just slam some coffee and then just get busy with our day and that thing just goes ignored, but it doesn't go away. It just goes in there and then like six months from now, you're like, why am I creative blocked? Or why do I have health issues that I cannot right. fix? It's because you didn't spend your creativity unwinding the things in your inner life that needed to be unwound. And now you're creative blocked. Right. Okay, so Jonathan, if you can take us through the SAVER acronym one more time, just so that everybody can be refreshed and take a pen to paper, because yep. this has been a so lot of information. It has been a lot of information. Here's our quick overview and recap of the Miracle Morning. This is just the morning routine that really helped fuel our creativity. The acronym is SAVERS. S stands for silence. A stands for affirmations. V stands for visualizing. E stands for exercise. R stands for reading. S stands for scribing. And this makes what Hal Elrod calls his miracle morning routine. And these are all elements that we have found to be critical pieces of a successful morning routine that helps set your pace mentally and creatively to optimize your day. If we were to have a wrap up to this whole episode, it would just be get out there and do 30 days of this. You know, if you need accountability, Jonathan and I, we stick to most of this almost every morning. We still do most of these activities. We just thankfully have live a lifestyle where we don't have to get up at 5 a.m. It's more like seven. Yeah. Sometimes it's earlier, but you know, get into our Facebook group and shout out to the the accomplishment that you've made and we'll celebrate it with you because we know the value of what each of these things well, are. If, if I'm honest, so, so well what I've found is the more intentional I am with my time and it, before it took very intense discipline with my mornings. But that's trickled over into the rest of my life to such a degree that what used to be hard is now easy. Everything that's hard is hard until it's not. So it's hard work getting yourself into being more of a morning person. But the benefits of that have been so good that there's mornings I can afford to actually sleep in and still get the same amount of stuff done sometimes. And I don't take that for granted. Right. I still highly value 
um, kicking myself in the butt and getting some stuff done early in the morning. Right. And I may find myself doing visualization at noon when I need it the most. <laughs> Honestly, I can get through a morning pretty easily. It's that push through that tired afternoon where sometimes I have to use that affirmation and visualization to get through the second half of the day. <laughs> so anyway, we're so glad that you've joined us today for another episode of the Beauty Hunters podcast. We will be back on next week from Mount Dora, Florida. Yep. At another art show. At another art show. So, all right. We'll see you there. Thank you for joining us on the Beauty Hunters podcast. I hope this episode has encouraged you. If so, would you please take 30 seconds and share it with other creatives in your life? And please leave a quick written review on Apple Podcast. Your reviews keep us inspired and help more people discover the podcast. Okay, time for us to hit the road. We're off to our next art show. We'll meet you back on Monday for another episode. Until our next encounter, always remember that your creativity will make the world a more beautiful place.